Hello, my pretties. Welcome to the Momster Radio Podcast with three momsters who are navigating life, relationships, kids, with maybe a sprinkle of oversharing. This is Momster Radio. Okay, welcome to our episode of Momster Radio. I am so excited to be recording with you guys today. It is almost Halloween, which is my one of my favorite days of the year, but my name is Amber. I am your host of the Momster Radio Podcast, and if you heard our intro, you know that there might be cussing. There might be graphic details of child raising <laughs> and motherhood, and we might say vagina several times in an episode, so if those kind of things scare you, you might want to, I don't know, listen to something else. It ain't us. So I am really excited to be here with two of my bestest friends on the planet. And I wanted to say a little bit about why I'm doing a podcast. So I, okay, I'm in a new season of learning how to have a hobby. I have always wanted to make money on everything. I remember selling things as a little girl, like everything was a money making like adventure. I don't know why that is ingrained to me. My dad was an entrepreneur, so maybe it's part of my conditioning as a child. I don't know. So I'm kind of learning how to do things for fun because I also felt like as a mom, when I do things that take away time from my kids, like I should probably be bringing home something meaningful. And this is something meaningful. And I had to get away from that mindset like money was meaningful. So I would like to introduce some of my co-hosts with you with to you guys today. And Sally. Hello, hello. Sally. Hello. So Sally, how do we know each other? Um, we met in junior high. To me, I feel like we've been friends since then. Maybe not the closest at all times, but very consistent, which to me is the most special kind of friendship you can have. So I'm really appreciative for that. I think it's really cool that we've been friends since middle school because I don't remember a lot of my childhood. And so Sally can like give me memories back that I don't have. And that's a story for another day. But it is really interesting to have that kind of friendship through the years. And she knows my husband. She's known him probably longer. Have you known him longer than me? No, I think the same. Sally, why are you doing this podcast? I feel like I like to talk. I like to listen. True. I like to learn new things from people and I like to give advice to people and I just like to talk about all kinds of things and I I really like to think that I'm funny too (laughs) so (laughs) I just thought it would be fun to get to do that and record it and maybe like cringe a little but still have fun with my friends I think you're really good at giving advice I think you're also really good at giving objective advice, which is not my favorite advice. I'm like, no, take my side every time. Sorry. That's why I have Brittany. (laughs) But I think it's, that's a healthy thing to have in a friendship. And if every friend was like, yeah, you're always right that, you know, I would probably never grow, but I, I do love it about you. And I remember talking about my podcast and you're like, Hey, I want to be on it. I'm like, okay like I'm crashing this podcast (laughs) but then you came and you really helped me be organized because I am organized chaos in a lot of ways and I just have to be redirected I'm very ADD matter of fact you guys should be very proud of me I took my ADHD medicine at noon today so it is in full effect right now I'm very excited about that I think we're actually all ADD it's irrelevant to you guys but it's a little bit earlier in the day so we're not too exhausted, but I know this girl sitting next to me, which is Brittany, has already started yawning. The second she stops moving, her body just automatically shuts down. Is like, doo, 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 doo. she's like, you guys are boring. Let me talk now. No, that so, is not it. Meet the beauty of the group. She's gonna punch me. But Brittany, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. It was better before you said that. <laughs> Listen, take a compliment. So why? How do we know each other? Um, you were my boss. Sort of. I was your landlord. (laughs) Let's be honest. It might be worse. Yeah. No. (laughs) Give me your money. So, um, I decided to do crazy things and rent out a space to work from, which was a huge deal for me. And I almost chickened out at the last second, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And she seemed really cool about if I needed to get out of it, I, you know, can figure that out. And so, um, we met because I rented a room to work in out of your salon boutique. Mm-hmm. And um, we just kind of slowly, we didn't 
just we weren't instant best friends it just kind of slowly like I would come and sit in there whenever you had a minute or you'd you know come sit in my room whenever you had a second I think you had both of those seconds um (laughs) (laughs) but it just kind of slowly turned into a more um I don't know the relationship just slowly evolved into something pretty cool and um I have found for me, my friendships that have kind of been that way have been a lot healthier where we've kind of just grown over time. And that's something that I had to really learn how to do because I was um, very, um, I don't know, I have a, I had a bad habit of just picking certain people to hang out with that were not good for me. And it was like instant, you know, just fun and crazy and da da da. And it was like, but it really, it was all one-sided. Like I was like, be my friend and I like you and let's, what do you need? Like, let's go do stuff, you know? <laughs> and so I'm, I'm in a really weird season, but a good season of like learning how to be a friend. And I think we're going to touch on this a lot on the podcast because I, I feel like I just woke up in my forties and started figuring out who I am and figuring out how to get past my past traumas and really like starting from scratch. It's really strange. Um, I'll be 42 quickly. Bernie's younger. So thank God she can take care of me. I don't have to go to the nursing home. <laughs> She's like eight years. So gonna be, yeah. We talk about all the time. Unless you keep this crap up and then straight <laughs> to the home, straight to the nursing home. Yep. I'm going to be on there and be like, girl, dinner, girl, dinner. <laughs> I'm going to be, I, I can't go to a nursing home ever. It's just not in the cards. But so why do you want to do the podcast? So I kind of talked about it and it, but I think I've talked about it for probably two years now. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to do the podcast? Um, I don't know. But I remember you talking about it like back in the beginning of our relationship there and I obviously I was the same as Sally here. I was like, I want to do it. Like, jumped on the bandwagon. I just think that it. I I like doing different things. I like diversity in activities and learning new things. And um, I also sometimes like to hear myself talk. <laughs> you got a great voice. <laughs> but um, she's like, if y'all don't stop complimenting me, I know we're gonna I'm do it. So uncomfortable through the whole episode. <laughs> Brittany gets yeah, the one where Brittany quits. She's like, first episode, last episode. Yeah. No. You're but like, so I I mean, sorry, just to finish that. I, I think that I've been through some things. I mean, everybody's got something worse or something better, right? As far as experiences are concerned. But I've had my fair share of some interesting things happen. And um I I have not always had advice for those situations. And so maybe if I can share what I've been through or, you know, the lessons that I've learned from that, maybe it can help somebody else to navigate their own lives, to avoid some, you know, of their own traumas or, you know, just at the very least not feel alone in what they're doing. I'm seeing a pattern here. I have two really good friends who give really good advice. Like, I was like, that's a great reason. That was a great answer. Thank you. I do have to say, so I am normally... I think in almost every other relationship, I'm always the subjective one. Like as how you're talking objective, about objective. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The objective advice person like that. Yeah. Like the single side. Yes. And, and I'm like, okay, you know, and you, I don't know something. <laughs> <about>. <laughs> if something makes you mad or if something has upset you, like I'm upset, like we're ready to fight. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. I have a little bit of both. So when I just want to be hyped up and like, someone else help me be mad at the situation I'm going to call Brittany and if I want to like which I still think like if I come to you an actual question you're going to give me you know both sides of the story but when I'm like venting it very much Sally be like well I think that you know if you look at it from this way and then Brittany's like yeah what a bitch you know (laughs) I'm always trying to calm people down if only I could do that for myself. So it's a great combination too. And something that I'd love to talk about more in depth another time with um, human design too, like you being, you, Brittany's a projector. And so projectors are historically according to this and don't get me started on all of that, but they are notorious for giving really good advice and they need to be invited to get advice. So I'm usually like, Hey, I want your opinion. And so that will prompt her and her little projector brain to be like, it's time to give advice, you know? Um, and then Sally and I are both manifesting generators. So we're like a jack of all trades, spinning plates, but it's so crazy. Cause even though we're both that you're a lot more, uh, organized and your thoughts are a lot more organized. I'm more like, I have to be inspired (laughs) to get, um, something done. So when I'm inspired, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know? And then I go full force and I grow a huge garden with 
12 of everything and, you know, or this. So this is kind of been a slow burn for me because we've had to learn everything. I've had a few people like, when are you going to drop an episode? I'm like, if you guys knew the level of shit that I've had to learn, like it was mind blowing to me. I'm still learning. We're still learning. So I'm um, also, um, we're all moms. I have two kids. I have a senior in high school and I have a 12 year old girl, which listen, if you guys have middle school children, God bless you. Amen. You need all the support you can get. So I hope to provide some of that. Um, so I am married uh, to my high school sweetheart. So we've been together since we were 17. And I work as a registered nurse and a licensed um, lash artist. So I do a little bit of everything. Sally, what is your kid status, marital status? What's all that? What's your stats? I am single slash divorced, was married 15 years. I have two children from that marriage with an age gap. So one just turned 13 a couple days ago. And my other daughter will be 21 in three weeks. So oh fun. God. They're both what? They're Virgos? Um, no. Are they different? Audrey is a... What is the season right now? I, I, I thought it was Virgo. Libra. A Libra? Okay. And Layla is a Scorpio. Oh, interesting. I don't know a lot about Libras. I need to learn They're that. very indecisive. Really? Which makes me crazy. <laughs> I just need a decision. Well, you're also being personally victimized by a middle school child. So exactly. I, it has been... It's, I mean, we love them, obviously. Yes. But if you guys have middle school children, you know exactly what we're talking about. And what do you do for work? It's top secret. Top secret. <laughs> top secret. Yeah, she's, we're keeping that we'll top secret. We'll never tell. We'll no. never tell. Yeah, literally everyone's going to Google so fast, <laughs> but we're keeping that separate, right? Yeah. So Brittany, kids, marriage, job, what do you do? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You have, to have a, you have to be a mom to be on this podcast. Um, so I am a mom. I have one six-year-old little girl and then... I have a sneaky little baby in heaven mm-hmm. um, who would be nine right now. Um, I have chills. I'm so glad you brought that up. We have oh. never talked about that, but I'm <laughs> proud of you. I am married to my husband for the second time. Yeah. So that's a fun Lucky story. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't get enough. Um, had to try it again. Yes. So I won't, I won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. But it's, it's worked out for you guys. Yeah. So that's good. So yeah, married. Um, what do six you do year for old. Work? I am. I have a spray tan and tiny tattoo studio. And hopefully regular. I know. Size, big tattoos. That's what I was just fixing to say. I was like, which is growing to be not quite so tiny anymore, but it's been very fun and very exciting. Like I said a minute ago, I like getting to do new things and have new experiences and learn everything. I just really, I just want to be like a true jack of all trades. Like I want to know everything. And um, it gets me into trouble sometimes, but right now I really love what I'm doing. Yeah, I really love what you're doing too, because I am obsessed with tattoos. And I tell you what, the second that you start doing some like my favorite guy, because you know, the tiny, it's kind of been an evolution. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, the day she was like, I'm taking a tattoo class. I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) What are, you, what are you talking about? Okay. And she like flies out of town, goes and takes a class and just starts rocking it. And I'm like, where did this come from? Like, I love that. But I also was, what are you, what, what's happening? You know? So and are you an artist? Like, no, no she's no. more of like a graphic designer. Okay. And that's something that I would love to talk about in a future episode too, is like how tattooing has kind of um, the evolution of being able to be a tattoo artist. It's not just for a regular artist. I'm sure and you to are be a woman. <laughs> oh man. To be a woman in the tattoo industry. Holy shit. But that's for another day. Buckle so up. you guys, we have, we have social media platforms now. It's at monster underscore radio. I almost screwed that up. <laughs> and we have some actual questions from listeners and, or potential listeners. They have, they've seen something, you know, like they've listened to our talking. followers. Yeah. They're following followers. our social media. They got yes. a little tasty taste. So we'll just go through these kind of quickly, but Crystal S said, how do you make time for yourself and not feel guilty? And I read that and I kind of laughed because I have been on like five vacations this year. So, and, and some of them are very short. I don't think I have a problem making time for myself. <laughs> well, there had to have been like a, a, 
a transition period there where, was okay so I feel like when the kids were younger my son has a lot of medical problems and that are well controlled right now but there was a time where I couldn't actually leave town at all because he I was the only person that was really giving him his IV medicine when he needed it and it could happen like at any time so I didn't feel comfortable until he started learning how to do it and became independent for the most part about his freshman year and so that was really kind of the starting point of me trying to do more and then just financially not being able to go and do. But I think my husband and I have always been really big about going on dates and getting out away um, and trying to balance that with kid stuff and our stuff. So I feel like the last year where I have been trying to, I had goals to travel once a month somehow with and without kids. And that is where I'm actually at for this year. So it's been really exciting. But it, there was a transition period where I felt kind of guilty or like I was missing out. So I think for me, planning. I have to set aside a time. I have to make a date with my husband. I have to plan lots of things and so that I can fit so many things. So that's how I, I think I've been doing it. And I don't really feel guilty anymore. They're older so they're a little bit more self-sufficient. I have a good family support. So that's a big thing for people. If you don't have family to help help you, it's harder. But for my mental health, I have to. I have to because there was a time where I couldn't and I kind of got mentally lost a little bit and who I was. And that happens to a lot of moms. That's pretty normal, right? Like you're so busy being a mom and caring for kids. So Sally, have you... How do you make time for yourself and not feel guilty? I think you've done really good with that recently too. Well, yeah. So whenever I was married, my kids were my whole life. I didn't really have much of a life unless a friend had an event or something like that. Um, after my divorce, it's been a few years, you know, really being intentional with them, making sure every, they were okay and things like that. And then eventually it kind of evolved to where I did have to start giving myself permission because I didn't really even know who I was as an individual, what I liked, um, you know, things like that. So in order to do that, you kind of have to have some space away from being a mom. And now I do like to do things without them, but I do a lot with them. Not so much my older daughter because she lives three and a half hours away. But when, you know, when she's here... We do spend some time together. Um, but my younger one is very involved in a lot of sports. So I spend a lot of time with her out there doing that. But when she's not, you know, it's just a communication with her. Like, are you okay if I go do this? Are you okay if you want me home? I'm here. And she also is aware that I need, you know, to have a life and to do things that don't involve being a mom. And so I think communications really help me not feel guilty and not really caring what anybody else thinks. Um, or has a viewpoint of what I'm doing because all that really matters is what my kids think. Yeah, why does society seem to be like moms must be home and barefoot in the kitchen? And, you know, that's that's kind of silly because we're human beings and we also need time for ourselves. And so I think it's really good that you are communicating with them, you're being intentional and figuring out like what's going to help you to be happy because eventually they grow up and move out mm -hmm. and you have to have some sense of who you are, what you like to do. So that's really cool. Brittany, what about you? Um, I, how do I manage the guilt? Well, how do you, so how, how do you I make, make time, time for, for myself and not feel guilty about yeah. it? Um, well, I don't know. It's definitely intention. So you have to like set the intention and be very intentional about it. Um, with my husband working out of town and so I have my daughter and then business and then we have all the farm animals under the sun. And so I run constantly in the morning when I get up, getting her to school, working, feeding animals, go back to bed and do it all again. And so I think that I've really just learned that I have to wash my hands of it for a few minutes and, um, I do sometimes struggle with the fact that my husband works real hard out of town all the time. And then I, you know, take all these trips or I do all this fun stuff or whatever. And that he's, you know, working. Um, so I struggle with that a little bit even now, but him and I have like, we've had some pretty good, um, conversations about it. And, um, so it works, it works for like our family. It gives me a little, uh, like a minute to just kind of take a deep breath, and then here we go again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think what I hear you saying too or what I see you doing is you, you schedule time with your daughter. 
Mm-hmm. You schedule time with me. You schedule time with your husband. Like you were really good. Like I feel like we sit down and schedule out the <laughs> six months of our lives so that we can all be intentional with our kids. And, and, that, and that's been a big thing for me too is to do that. So um, another question we got from Gabby C is, and Sally, this is right up your alley. How do you deal with sports drama and, um, you know, it was, how do you deal with sports and the drama that comes with it? And I can speak to that really quickly because we did a little bit of sports. I, this is just my opinion. This is not everybody's opinion, but I kind of told my kids pick one. I, having two kids, I could only mentally handle one major sport at a time because of depending on what it is and what season it is, it's a lot of requirements. So I had told my daughter, um, she used to do a lot of dance. She's getting back into dance. Like that's your thing. We did sneak in a little bit of softball. My son doesn't do a lot of sports. He did when he was younger. But for me, it was for my sanity. You get to pick one or one season. You know, I didn't want to do multiple sports at a time and both kids because then I feel like you're running everywhere. You don't have time for anything. It's hard when you have multi-passionate kids who want to do lots of sports. But Sally, what? how would you say, how do you deal with sports and the drama that comes with I it? I actually have a really good explanation of this. So for my older daughter, though I got too involved in the sports and the drama and, you know, playing mama bear. And so it, it really affected me with my younger one. I have, and I can kind of see it happening with the younger moms watching it, but I just try to remember that this is really for her. And if she's happy, that other stuff doesn't really matter as much. And I just don't, get involved in it. I don't listen to it. I'm just focusing on the sport. If she's learning and growing and happy, then I don't really care who's doing what, who's saying what. And you just kind of have to just let it all roll off your shoulders. Cause a lot of the drama that comes with it is less about the kids and more with about the parents and their egos and what they want for their kid. And, you know, it's at the end of the day, just for fun. And it's a sport and yeah, it can lead somewhere, but it's not going to, if there's constant negativity surrounding it. I, this just kind of to piggyback off that a little bit, it's everybody, it's the parents, you know, they get so involved with how they think things should be. And I'm not saying any of this is bad, but like everybody has to be in matching t-shirts and we have to have like these, like a theme for every, you know, the mom shirts, dad shirts, sibling shirts and it's stressful and you just get so stressed out like trying to make things perfect all the time and get to all the sports and take your kids to do all of the different sports and um I think that drama comes with that also because you're in such a high stress mindset trying to run yourself ragged make everything perfect that um the drama just kind of unfolds we did a little bit of softball with my daughter and I think it was coach's pitch and my husband was one of the coaches and you know, it's a lot of stress and work for her to be out there cartwheeling and picking daisies. Like, let me tell <laughs> yeah. you. Like, and then she would magically forget how to swing. And just her dad was like ready to just go over there and snatch her up and take her. But I will tell you, there was a time where a dad from another team had and no names, you know, because it's a small town. But <laughs> a dad from another team was talking shit about our girls. And I'm like, oh, look at her swing. And just, just being ugly. These are young. I'm talking maybe... I don't know what age is coaches pitch like six it was I'm pretty sure that was either six U or eight U. did she play eight U? I don't think so oh, so it so, must have been six U. Yeah. yeah and I'm like these are little girls like little girls who are some of them are doing because their parents didn't want them to and some of them are doing because they want to and some said they wanted to and now they don't give a shit <laughs> and they're gonna pretend like they can't hit the ball you know um so it was really hard I did and my husband he's such a good coach with kids he's so good with them and he teaches them especially with ball like baseball softball and I would love for him to do that but he just doesn't want to get involved because he'll get angry and he'll <laughs> he's gone he's like not gonna just let somebody talk shit and so it got a little heated and I was like you know this is thankfully it didn't end up being really important to her because that would be difficult for him to learn and I'm sure he would but to learn to keep his mouth shut (laughs) because it's your kid they're talking shit about Mm -hmm. I'm like it's a little girl she can barely tie her shoes yeah yeah she doesn't throw great yet I mean what this is not and I've definitely been on both sides of it so with my older one I was in the drama I was you know I so I understand the question it's just as it doesn't have to be that way and you have all the control over it whether you can't control other people and what they're going to say and how they're going to act but you can control how you react and then just kind of teach your kid not to feed into it also 
Yeah, and I think that really helps our kids kind of with conflict res because those kids are going to do what the what they see mm-hmm. their parents doing. And mm-hmm. we actually had a I've had a conversation with my mother in law because my husband likes to win everything with himself. Like he wants to just there's not even a contest, but it's a contest. And so she was telling me when he was playing um, baseball. I guess he was, you know, probably 10, 11, 12, something like that. He was getting real angry on the pitcher's mound, and he had made a bad uh, throw, and my mother-in-law had enough, and she told the coach to pull him. She was like, bench him now, and the coach is like, no. (laughs) And she's like, I'm serious, pull him. He's having a bad attitude, and he's like, Mm-mm. because Daniel was really good at it. And the <laughs> coach is like, absolutely not. Let him be a jerk, you know? And she was like, she was upset because she told the coach, pull him. He's, he, you know, he's, he needs to learn a lesson. And the coach just wouldn't do it. So it was really interesting to me to see that she was trying, but, you know, you know obviously they needed him in the game. So um, another question is, uh, Sally, what's your favorite scary movie? I don't know if I can just say one, but I'm yeah. just going to say this really quickly, especially around Halloween time. I like the Scream series. Oh, I love I like Halloween series, and I like The Ring. Yeah, I, I think I have a hard time narrowing down what is... I, I watch Scream all the time. Mm-hmm. It, regular season, Halloween season, whatever. I watch that a lot. I do like a really good, like, scare me, jump kind of movie, but I also like psychological thrillers. So I can't really... When I was thinking about it, I was like, I can't narrow it down other than Scream. It's really my favorite. Wait, I have one more. I like Insidious. <laughs> Those are so good. Have you seen in the Insidious series? They're so good. Maybe. But do you remember the Blair Witch Project? Yeah. Like that messed with my head so bad because I really was like, is this real? Is this not real? I I don't know. But anything that is also like has a religious undertone, man, that stuff freaks me out. That's not Insidious. I know. Okay. I'm just saying in general, we watched one. I think it was called Hereditary, maybe. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. Oh, Brittany, don't watch it. (laughs) It I wouldn't. Like, Daniel and I looked at each other and was like, I, I feel like I need a palate cleanser at this point. Like, it was so aggressively psychological mess with you. It was too much. But, but it was I, a good movie. I want to go see that Five Nights at Freddy's. It's like Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese horror. Yeah. The Five Nights at Freddy's is such a big thing with the kids. My kids were super into that. I never heard of it. Addison, the previews, I'm would, like, what is this? She would kill me if she knew. She, uh, I told people, but she had like a playlist on my Apple Music for Five Nights at Freddy's. And it was, I was like, please don't ever play that while I'm in the car because it's like <laughs> little kid music, but it's also like spooky. So it was, it was really funny. Do you have any scary movies that you like? Or what about Halloween type movies? I'm going to go with Charlie Brown's Halloween. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to Five Nights at Freddy's. I can with I us. can tell you my favorite Christmas movie. I well, that's it's not time for that. You no. you'll get your time. <laughs> this is not Christmas radio. This is Monster Radio. No, I actually this weekend or I guess it was last weekend. I don't know whatever weekend it was. Brittany went into a haunted house with me, I and did. yeah, I figured if she was going to make me walk through a scary tunnel out in the woods, you know, where there's like a cougar warning, and we don't mean like. A really sexy woman at the end, like, hey, ladies. No, like, an actual cougar and, you know, weird people could be in there. And I was like, you know what? That's it. You're going to the haunted house with me. She was like, I didn't say I wouldn't. I just said I didn't want to. And I'm like, whatever. You're going. And it wasn't too bad. It was a medium scary. Yeah. Yeah. Our girls went with us. My daughter and your daughter Mm -hmm. was there. Yeah, your daughter was with us. And they were like, yeah, they were being, like, big, bad middle schoolers. We're going to go first. And I'm like, okay. And then they were like, we're not going first. And they shoved me in front. I'm like, I always end up in the front. All right, so I have a couple of questions for you guys. Just some funny things. So let's see. Maybe we shouldn't do this one for you. Let me see. What? Oh, <laughs> why? That's it's, not fair. Which she was wild. You were wild too when you were what? a teenager. <gasps> no, I wasn't, Mom. Okay, so <laughs> Sally, <laughs> what, what is the funniest thing you tricked your parents into believing? No? You're going you're gonna to pass on that? What's the funniest thing? Okay, next question. I mean, I can go. All right, I'm going to do it. Are you going to? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, final answer because yeah, I'm not editing it out. All right, sorry, mom, if you're listening. They, they because they I surely have, they quit listening no, by now. I have held on to this. Oh no, I'm not joking. Let's hear it, please. Hurry, tell me. So, um, I you know, parties were a big thing, but MIPs were a big thing when we were in high school. Yes. Like the cops were just handing things out. Like so, candy. we went. We we graduated class of 2000. Yeah. So this is pre cell phone. Right? Pretty, yes. pretty much. We didn't yeah, have No, phones. it was. Yeah. yeah, we had beepers. Yeah. So I was at a party that... Mm. <laughs> I was at a party that got busted, and uh-huh. I hid in the closet, and I did not get an MIP. Nice. 
And somebody told my mom I was in the closet, and I denied it. But I was in the closet. <laughs> She's hiding. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid reason to hide, man. I don't. I don't want to be getting no I MIPs. Know. I never really went to parties till I met my husband, or then my boyfriend, and Shh. he. Yeah, he got me. I remember we showed up at a party and the parents were there, but the kegs were there. I was so confused. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Are we supposed what are they supposed to be home? Did they get delivered? He's like, "No, it's fine." I'm like, "What mm-hmm. is happening?" I know. People doing keg stands and the parents are just sitting in the living room watching TV. I'm like, "I would never no. even think that was a thing." No. And and I got other MIPs. It's not the MIP part that was bad. It was that I have held on to that I was not in that closet. For 20-something years, and now... We're so glad you're out of the closet. I did. (laughs) I got out of the closet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brittany. What is something that I, me, Amber, would get a participation trophy for? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Climbing down a boulder. (laughs) (laughs) Any physical activity. (laughs) That reminds me when I tried to play softball, like with the guy, with my husband team, and I swung at the ball and hit my own self in the head when I came with the bat, like came all the way around. Yeah. Anything coordination, physical activity. Yeah. Jumping so off cliffs. I, I went, uh, to, talking about hitting yourself with the rack or the racket. I went and played, uh, played, I played tennis with my brother and my mom today. And the last time that I played tennis was like, I don't know, eight years ago, and they made fun of me for, they still make fun of me for it, because my feet just get, like, concreted to the ground, and I'm, like, just leaning with the racket, like, I don't move, yeah, and they're like, move your feet, so today I did better, but it was still, um, it was still embarrassing. Okay, if I don't tell you about this right now, you're gonna ever forgive me, but you have hair sticking up, and I need you to fix it, like, it looks, I don't know if you can tell on your, yeah, no, back. No. Nope. Right in front of your head, yep. right there. Yeah. Just, just like a piece. Just there. a little. There you go. I got your back, boo. Thanks. Okay. So what else? Um, so I, I'm going to phrase this like my take on you. And I, I just saw these on Instagram. So I figured we just have a little fun. It says, imagine we went to a party together and halfway through, I looked up and you left and you didn't tell me why you were going. You literally just peaced out. And I really was thinking about that earlier, and I was like, you probably had to go to the bathroom. Like, you're like, I got to poop, and I am not doing it at this house. <laughs> or I needed a snack. You Someone a was snack. going on a food run. Or you just, like, literally squirreled, squirrel, what? And then just walked out the door and be like, Brittany? I do that all the time, though. That's called an Irish goodbye. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes. You, you leave, yeah. and you don't, because you don't want the drama. You don't want people trying to get you to stay, and you don't want to have to go hug everybody. This is so foreign you, to me. I'm like, bye, guys. No, Love you. And I, no. It's an Irish I, goodbye, yeah. and it's my favorite. Yeah, I'm bailing out it the side me door. Daniel, like, he's the first one out of church. My husband, he's the first one at church parties. Yes. He literally just Oh, leaves. he's disappearing in the middle of the party, and then he comes <laughs> yeah. back at the end, like, oh, okay, it's done. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, are you ready to go home? Awesome. Sally, you need to go get what you brought us. We have a segment called (laughs) Sally's Show and Tell. Okay. Go get it. Okay, I'm going to make jacket noise. You might want to unhook yourself. So. This is freaking adorable. I wish you guys could see this can. I'm all about this. Look, I. We're not sponsored by this, by the way. This is just for funsies. But if they want to, I love Alani. (laughs) And it's an energy drink, but it has vitamins in it. And I love Alani. Um, I have not tried this flavor. Uh, surprisingly, do you you drink energy drinks ever? Um, no, no. I drink either water or vanilla Coke. I love to mix vodka with energy drinks. So this would be great for later. That freaks me out. See, like the, all the medical stuff and you have anxieties about things that I can't mix energy drinks with alcohol in my older age. Now I know better and I don't want to have a heart attack. Okay. First of all, I don't drink enough to have any kind of heart attack. Well, I do. (laughs) So Jaeger bomb, you have to drink that. No. Or a Vegas bomb. Vegas bomb is is my, isn't that the one I usually get is the Vegas bomb because it, it kind of, I can't drink a lot of volume, but it Mm-mm. counterbalances the sleepiness with the no. awakeness. So let's. Okay. So this is the, the Halloween flavor and it's Witch's Brew. Let's see. Excellent. So That's I've never ASMR had. Here. Yeah, I've never had Ugh. an Alani. Have you ever had one? No, Stop. but if I have to see one more or hear one more person <laughs> tapping their fingernails on products, we're not doing that. I'm gonna burst. Okay. All right. Was, are okay. we gonna give it like? Yeah, a, we're gonna taste test it and then let's rate it like one to ten. Mm. 
Well, that is. I love it. <laughs> I do too. It's like caramel apple. <laughs> My mouth's kind of watery. I don't know. That's because it's delicious. <laughs> it's so good. This would be great with vodka. Where's that? I'm going to put it in the fridge for later. Mm. Wow. That'll just... Uh, I, I think them. it's a sour apple. It's not mm-hmm. bad. It's really good. There's only 15 calories? Yeah, girl. I'm telling you. Oh, no. Yes. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And... Where do you find them? Everywhere. <laughs> the, uh, they actually have cases of this flavor right now <laughs> at um, GNC. But the you know what? The, the flavor I like the best. This is good. But Kim Kardashian has a flavor called Kimade. It is so good. It tastes like a sweet tart. I don't want to love anything that she has, but I, I probably no. It's delicious. I'll bring it next time. Yeah, side but I'm note, gatekeeping it, so that y'all should feel special. I watched the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and I, I it's it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Same, but I can't watch this season. Like I feel Why? like Kim's a monster. Like in, in the whole Courtney thing. It's just it's just getting to me. I don't know. Maybe I feel like the Gordy in the family. I don't know. I have a lot of sisters. They but. made up. They made up. Stop ruining it for me. I didn't say I wasn't going to watch it. Well, I just say I I'm can't. Just, you said you can't, so I'm just telling you you I'm can serious. now. There's like some salivation happening. <laughs> like I feel like I'm extra spit, spitty it's right now. It's hydrating spitty. you. It's got mm. a lot of good stuff in there. So, okay. Um, zero to five stars, Brittany. I'm going to go with a ten. <laughs> we said 10 i think initially. whatever well there's no 10 stars like no it was you like said a rating zero to 10. we I don't even remember speaking that out loud this is clearly not good for me okay okay zero to 10 you gave it a what i said 10 a 10 yeah but i'm gonna be walking around like i'm ruined now okay? maybe you won't yawn anymore we're gonna bring her one yes. at the beginning of every show i will because we I should will. try let's try a different flavor every time i'm game oh god i'm telling you there's some extra spit happening right now. <laughs> it's like a sour candy. <laughs> Brittany's trying. Not to laugh. <laughs> All right, Salamander. What? Okay, so because I like the Kimade uh, more, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Okay, so I don't drink a lot of energy drinks, but I do drink the Amber Edition uh, Red Bulls, which they're pretty good, obviously. There's an it's Am- called Amber? Clearly, okay. yes. I, I gave, then I gave me one as a gift one time. <laughs> you probably didn't even drink it's it. It's but- still in my refrigerator. <laughs> I have it, and no one's allowed to drink it, but I won't drink it, yeah, but it's, it's just, just going to stay permanently. They, yeah. It's actually been a flavor they've kept. I thought it was like a one-time thing, but I would say this is this is giving me about a seven. Like, um, I, I don't know a lot. I don't have a lot to compare to, but I don't love energy drinks. They have a very kind of chemically taste sometimes, but this is not bad. Mm-mm. It's not bad at all. And it, I mean, you can just kind of say it's healthy for you. It it's, is. It's got vitamins. Oh, my God. Look, it's Lots got a of lot of vitamins. vitamins. Mm-hmm. No, this has a lot of vitamins. Y'all remember the vitamin water hype? Like, hmm. people thought they were doing something good drinking syrup. <laughs> I didn't re- yeah, I don't know about that. Remember all the bright colored vitamin mm-hmm. water? You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't know. Is it like a sugary drink instead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's stupid. Like a Gatorade, I guess? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, now we're all going to burp. <laughs> <laughs> Carbonated beverages. Here we go. My stomach is awake. <laughs> That was a little carbonation <laughs> that escaped. So it is really close to Halloween. And do you guys have costumes already? I don't, but I think I know what I want to get. So are you going to do something on Halloween? Or are you doing something this the before, like the weekend before? Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's like the carbonation's escaping. One of Audrey's friends having... A Halloween party when? this weekend, Ooh. Saturday. But I, I have a wedding I'm going to Saturday, but I'm going to leave after. It's a drive, so I got to drive back. And so I'll probably be late, but I'll she'll go ahead of me, and then I'll meet her there. But there's going to be adults there because the parents I'm friends with and things mm-hmm. like that. On actually Halloween, there's a neighborhood in our area where everybody goes, and all the houses are decorated. And so we do that, and I, I really want... I don't I don't want to dress up like all the way, but I found a really cute shirt that's like I'm a mouse, duh, you know, for like from Mean Girls. And I just wanna wear that shirt and put some mouse ears on and call it a Mommy, day. you're burping into my shirt. Like Just do it in the mic. It's funny. <laughs> <No>. It's content. <laughs> Renny, that's kinda of funny because I know. You we oh, went did I, did I, no, okay. no, no, no. We went to a um I don't know, a Halloween thing a couple weekends ago and you had a costume. What was your costume? My. The first costume. The one you wore. The one that I wore was Britney Spears. Oh, which cute. Britney Spears though? 
Were you talking uh, hibachi, Britney Spears? No, I, listen, <laughs> the desire that I had to walk around in like hot short i don't know i mean i think it would have to be panties honestly and a bra and i and with some knives i wanted to so desperately but i could not commit to that much skin showing Mm -hmm. on my body so we went with um hit me baby one more time Brittany. cute with you know pigtails yeah it let me say okay hold on so i decided i was going to be britney spears i was trying to come up with a costume because i was going to this halloween thing with you and i was like i have to have a costume like she really likes Halloween. I'm going to wear a costume. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to find something. And everything I feel like is either like really frumpy or like mm-hmm. way the other way. And so I was trying to find something cute, but not, you know, it, I don't know. And so I finally, I settled on this Britney Spears because I was like, oh, I can make that like mom appropriate. Okay. Like I can just have like a little bit longer skirt. Okay. Hold on. You're talking about knee-high sock, schoolgirl Britney Spears, but mom-appropriate. Okay, keep going. I just didn't (laughs) think, like, there'd be a lot of boob or a lot of stomach or a lot of leg, you know, because everything's covered by, like, high socks. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have a sweater over a white button-up. Like, I just really didn't think it was going to be that bad. And so it all comes in. I try it all on, like, and I strip down in my living room, throw this thing on. I walk upstairs to my full-body mirror, and I was like... Ooh, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I was like, this is not appropriate in any sense of the imagination. <laughs> I did wear it. I did. I adjusted things a little bit differently and I just put it on and um, forced myself to walk out of the cabin. But yeah, it wasn't um, bad. No, it was it was OK. I think it's just like the idea of it mm-hmm. is what everybody's like. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I went with um, our theme. So our, on, I guess our logo is uh, inspired by the Bride of Frankenstein. So my husband and I tried to, over the last four or five years, coordinate our costume for this Halloween thing that we do every year. And there was an excellent Frankenstein costume. And it, I mean, it was like a full transformation. And he went full force with it and was literally the star of the show. Like, everybody's <laughs> like, can you take our picture? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, but I was the bride of Frankenstein. And it was really cute because the kids loved it. I loved it. And um, I really have a, I feel like every year I'm some sort of either creepy or um, like a villain. I usually go for some sort of villain. So we've done a couple of things, but. I, I don't know if I'm going to wear it again for actual trick-or-treating. I guess it depends on the weather. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I'm excited. I, I really wish that, like, Halloween was, like, on a weekend every year. Like, just oh, automatically. Sure. Kind of like how Thanksgiving's always, mm-hmm. like, the third Thursday. Yeah. Can we just have, like, the third Friday or third Saturday of every yeah. October? That would be so great. What about the kids? So let's see. My son is some sort of anime. I don't know if you, there's no way I would ever know, but I ordered his costume. Him <laughs> and his girlfriend are coordinating. And then my daughter, what did my daughter do? I've already forgotten. Uh, the painting. Uh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Our, our girls <laughs> was. You guys sent me to the Halloween store with those two girls. And yeah, it was so your, interesting. Your daughter was Bob Ross for a full 24 hours. She wore that all <laughs> over the RV park and she owned it. I yeah. mean, and full ponytail coming out of yeah. the back of her Afro oh too. Gosh. Like <laughs> she didn't even try to hide it. She so loved it. Your daughter was Bob Ross. My daughter was the painting mm-hmm. and it was, it was precious. I don't, I think my daughter might do another costume for Halloween, but she has to make it and I'm not helping her. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. But is your, Oh, you know what? What was your backup costume that you brought? So my, yeah, that was what was funny. So my backup costume, I ordered like a full body, like footed, hooded, um, zip up mouse. Okay. And I was going to say I'm a mouse, duh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but I didn't. I just, I just put on the skirt and wore it. (laughs) Yep. It was cute. It wasn't bad. It was a whole athletic skirt. So it had like the attached shorts and you know what I mean? So it was like a golf skirt or a tennis skirt or whatever. And um, so I just didn't think it was going to be that bad. It's just one of those things that like, it's just inherently supposed to be sexy, you know? Yeah. That's okay. Whatever Mm -hmm. you want. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't be sexy. Well, that's not (laughs) what I was saying. I just, there's a time and a place. 
That's very true. There's a time and a place, and Halloween seems to be the time and place for that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Everyone, so I have to just throw this out there because it was just funny. So my name is obviously Brittany, right? And I dress up as Brittany Spears, so we're walking along. And I'm trick-or-treating with my daughter, and um, everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's Brittany. And she, about the third time somebody says this to me, she was like, mom, how do they know your name? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, baby, I'm dressed up as Britney Spears. I was like, so we have the same name. And she just, it took her a minute because it just really threw her off that they all knew my name. Famous here, mom. (laughs) I love that. I think that one of the things I love about Halloween is just kind of getting into character and becoming somebody different and just kind of escaping from reality for a little bit. I think some people take Halloween too seriously and say it's bad or whatever. I just don't care about all of that. I just think it's fun and lighthearted. And obviously I love taking my candy tax. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's my candy. <laughs> this is, and then I'm yelling at them like, you can only have four pieces of candy. And then when they go to bed, I'm eating like every Snickers they have, you know, just whatever. It's fine. What's good for me? One of my good friends likes the Swedish fish and the Heath bars. And so, you know, nobody likes those. So she's, a, she'll, she's grabbing the bags and she's like, save me your Swedish fish and your Heath bars. What, what kind of candy is usually left over at your house after Halloween? All of it. Same. Um, my kid yeah. doesn't eat the candy. I love that. We've talked about this before. How Brittany is really good about her daughter's nutrition. Like she, and, and not in a bad way. Like that's not bad at all, but I <laughs> What I, I eat like a freaking dumpster, okay? <laughs> I drink water right before I go to bed. I'll take a sip of water. And then, like, since I have a water cup sitting by my bed in the morning, I'll take a sip of water. And then I drink Coke the rest of the time. And then half the time for dinner, what, the, the whole ADHD hyper fixation on foods, okay? I can't tell you. This is so bad. I can't believe I'm fixing to say this. I don't want to do it. Do it. I don't want to tell you what I eat it. for dinner almost ever almost every single night. This is the worst. And I don't I don't even eat it until I make her go to bed. And then I freaking get Cole Ranch Doritos and shredded cheese and I melt them like I melt oh. in the microwave and I eat it all the time. Really? Like yes. nachos? Yep. One thing I love about I'm Brittany, disgusted with myself. I don't know if you're gonna be mad if I tell people I'm this. I'm never but mad. <laughs> you have a counter cake. I yes. And I when I found that out, I was like, I love this girl. She's got <laughs> counter cake. So um, counter cake is, she always has a small ca- cake on her mm-hmm. counter at all times. That's and my dad. I love that because I'm like, the, I feel like that's just mm-hmm. ultimate freedom. You can just say, fuck mm-hmm. y'all, I can have cake if I want it. You know, like it's not like a taboo thing. And it's not like you eat a lot. I don't. I don't cut pieces off of it. I actually get really frustrated when my husband will cut pieces off of it. I'm like, you messed it all up. Like, And he's like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I, he's like, I just took a piece of cake and I'm like, but you cut it in the wrong spot. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I have a counter cake. I, there's a white Kroger sells a white cake with the buttercream icing. It's a super sweet icing. Everybody hates it. Everyone's like, no, we need the whipped. No, no. buttercream icing all yeah. the way. And it sits on my counter and I just keep a fork in it. And so I just walk by and I pop that puppy open and I take a couple bites and then I shut it back down. And But then her daughter's like, can I have another thing of fruit snacks? And you're like, absolutely uh, not. Nope. I'm like, I need you to eat eight <laughs> vegetables right now. <laughs> oh I mean, gosh. you got to at least teach her and then let That's, her do her own when she gets older. It's I'm fine. With, I, I'm She's trying have to make her better than me. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I'm always yelling at my kids, like, you need more protein in your life just because I've struggled for so long with my weight. And so I don't want to give them bad habits. So I think, like, hey, just really make your meals around protein. I've seen you eat zero protein today. Like, I need you to make better decisions when it comes to that and trying to change the language of what I use. And Mm -hmm. I know you're really good about that, too. And not be like, why are you eating just junk food all day, you know? so sorry. No. The okay. other part of that that I I try to focus on a lot with her is uh, like you said kind of you want a healthy you want to build a healthy relationship with food, right? And um so one of the things that I have tried to teach her is that like ice cream is not bad, chips are not bad. They have a purpose, right? Everything's a time and a place. So what does so food always does something for you, okay? So your vegetables, they have a purpose, they do something for you. They give you vitamins, they give you, you know, all the things that you need to sustain life. And um, protein, it has a job. It builds your muscles, all of those. Um, and then, but the ice cream and the chips have a place too. And aside from, you know, mentally just making me happy, but, um, their energy, right? So if you are going to go run a race, you want to eat 
the ice cream and the chips. If you're trying to do some other job, you know, but there, it's a time and a place. And so um, I've tried to teach her. And so she'll ask me, is this a good sugar? Is this a bad sugar? And while I'm not good at applying that to my own life, you're really knowledgeable about I it. I try to teach her. So, that, because I don't want her to have that bad, I don't want her to think that having this candy is bad and like punish herself or anything like that. You just have to fit it into your life and balance it with, okay, well, I did all this, you know, I did this physical, you know, just it's a balance and, and having that information. Like, I want her to have that healthy relationship and understand what each of these foods does for you. So the carbs are an energy. And so if we're, you know, going to exert a lot of energy, then these are great things. I've spent the last, I would say two years in my weight loss journey. So over the last two years, I've lost 65 pounds and then I gained about four or five back. So, and that was fine. Rewiring my brain of how I feel about food, because I would be like, this is bad food. This is not, Mm -hmm. I grew up with, I think they call them almond moms where my mom would eat like cantaloupe and like a slice of tomato and and just very eighties restrictive, you know, moms. And then there was a time we were not very, we didn't have a lot of money. So we ate whatever we could get food stamps and things like that, you know? And so getting older, food became um, more of a status, like I could afford to buy what I wanted. So I was just going to eat whatever I wanted and really didn't put much thought into it. And then I've struggled my weight my whole life and having a healthy relationship with food. So I'm working on that. So that's why I'm really being careful my language with my kids Mm -hmm. of like protein is Mm -hmm. my priority because I know I don't, the American diet doesn't get a lot of protein, but I do hyperfixate. Thankfully, my hyperfixation has been on like chicken and vegetables lately. (laughs) I have rolled over to a rotisserie chicken and I have been all about some rotisserie chicken lately. So there's a ready meal. Still with my same shredded cheese. Sorry. Yeah, no, there's a ready meal. It's like, like a, like a teriyaki chicken. And, and like noodles and I know you hate Chinese food but it's it's from HEP it's a ready meal and I just I crave it and I'm like mm-hmm. what is wrong with me I'm craving chicken clearly I'm turned over a new leaf do you ever hyperfixate on food mm-hmm. what is your current hyperfixation um lately it's been anything with buffalo sauce really which is, yes I just and I've never grown up liking spicy food that's I all I want now. And so especially like I'll make some scrambled eggs and cut up avocado and put on it and then put buffalo sauce on it. And it is so good. Really? I, yes. when I was a waitress at, when I was 18 at Chili's, when I had to deliver buffalo wings to people's table, it, it made, gave me like a gag, like the smell, the vinegar, I don't know, something. So good. I, I still don't really love it. There was a pizza and I, if somebody ever loved me enough to find this pizza for me, I would probably, <laughs> Brandy's getting a pen of paper. So there is um, a place, and, and I'm going to forget it. My sister had these pizzas delivered and they were from another state and they were buffalo chicken pizzas. And so it had like buffalo sauce and ranch mixed together, chicken and the cheese. And it was... They have a place here that has I got pizza. You. It's not the same. I know what place it is. No, this came no, from another state. It's, I know. What was that movie about pizzas? There was a movie... It was from the late 80s, early 90s. Well, I'll have to swing back Where to that. Where did it come from? Do you know what state it came from? Up north somewhere. Do you know about this pizza? I might. Okay, well. I'm going to do some research. After yeah, this. I, I, it, she got it from that Gold Belly or whatever where they would deliver stuff. And they, I think they accidentally sent her the wrong ones. And so she had me try this pizza. And it was like literal, like I've, I've never tried cocaine, but I would imagine like this was my cocaine. Like I would eat it all the time and it was so good. And just, I obsessed about it. And I came back home and I was like, man, God, I would really love if this pizza would be here one day. And then H-E-B magically got it and they had it for like a year or so. And I would buy a bunch of it, hoping that if I, if I personally bought enough units of this, that they would continue to keep it there. And <laughs> I do that with vanilla Coke. Yes. <laughs> like you got to support yes. this pizza company. And she, they, they discontinued it. They discontinued it. I called the company out of whatever state that they're in. Mm. I can't, I really hate that. I, I can't remember the name of it. So if you remember the name, drop it into the comments <laughs> if you're on social media, but, um, that I, I wrote the company and was like, Hey, I will buy a case, whatever your case is, like deliver it. And I'll, I'll buy a freezer. And they were like, sorry, we don't do that. And I tried to get it from my sister sent me some from Goldbelly and they ran out and they sent me pepperoni pizza instead. Mm. So I learned how to make it. 
and it was not as good, but it, it worked. So I don't know what it is. Like it, it's just the perfect combination of whatever they did. Well, there is a local place that has a Buffalo pizza. That's also I've tried very good. a lot and it's just not the same. You know what pizza I will go to my grave wanting more of mm-hmm. is that pizza that we ate in Denver. That was like a bowl of cheese. Let me tell you, we're <laughs> such fucking idiots. So, or maybe I am. So we go to this pizza place in Denver, Colorado and we, I'm like, we're going to split something. So we get yeah. it like a pepperoni. A deep dish yeah. pepperoni pizza. So I look the waiter square in the face and I'm like, hey, can we get extra cheese? You know, I'm from Texas. We have, you know, Domino's mm-hmm. and like regular pizza. And he kind of like, he looks at me. I look at him. He looks at me. And I'm like, I, what? Uh, is he that was, okay? He says, well, I mean, it, it, already, it already comes with a lot of cheese. And I've never had it like a real deep dish pizza in my life like I'm just starting to travel and I was like well I mean if you say so (laughs) like I'm from Texas we good here you know like and so this man brings out this like bowl (laughs) it's like a pizza bowl it was crust but it was like three or four inches high and then like bowl in the middle of cheese (laughs) of cheese and sauce and and pepperoni it was so good though yeah it was so good and then he comes by and he was like is there enough cheese on there for you and I dead straight faced (laughs) this man and I was like "Mm, it could use a little bit more (laughs) nice smart ass nice (laughs) because they were like I'm sorry he could have just been the service was weird it wasn't bad it It was was so strange we were in Denver though so it's just a different atmosphere but it was it was strange but he just kind of looked at us like we were fucking idiots he could have just been like ma'am have you ever had pizza like this before (laughs) we're like no sir you know but no he was like all right whatever it was amazing. It was so Did bad. we eat there twice? We, we, we ate it twice. <laughs> we ate it twice. And I, t- so I actually, when I booked my flights to go to Denver in February, I specifically booked mm-hmm. the outgoing, my homecoming flight um, for the time that I did so that I would have time to drive from the ski resort and eat pizza and then have time to turn in the rental car and go get on the airplane. Like I'm going to eat this pizza. Yeah, I'm come or not, I'm going. going. Yeah, well, I'm going to be there too, so I'm going to get some pizza and I'm going to look that guy in the face, be like, "Can I get some extra cheese?" <laughs> Do it, Just cheese, cheese, please. Yes. Well, I've had a great time talking to you guys, and thanks for the energy drink at five thirty yeah. in the evening. <laughs> Always, I had that so, same thought. I know I took my Adderall or my Vivance, whatever I call it, Adderall, but Vivance at noon today. Mm-hmm. So now I'm having a little bit of an energy drink. So I'm going to probably have a very clean house this evening. So yay for that. What? What was that look for? Oh my God. The amount of cleaning I did last night was out of hand. I did all of my laundry. It was like three loads of clothes laundry. And then I also washed, I have washable rugs. I washed my kitchen rug. I also washed my sheets and my comforter. Um, yeah. All last I night. have a 17 year old in my house that does almost all the laundry. It's glor- I pay him, but yeah. it's glorious. I did all my dishes. I had a sink full, a counter full, did all the dishes. I scrubbed the bathroom. I don't know. And I didn't start any of it until like 10 o'clock last night. Wow. It was real weird. I vacuumed everywhere. I cleaned the stairs, like vacuumed up the stairs. I vacuumed my bedroom. I love that like this is normal cleaning behavior for most people. And so probably they're like, what? I know. (laughs) I know. Uh, My daughter walked in the house from school today and she was like, did the cleaning lady come today? (laughs) You're like, no. that's me. I was like, doesn't it look so clean? And she was like, "Mm, it smells clean. And I was like. That's one of the biggest ADD problems I had was cleaning. And it wasn't that I didn't clean. It's that I never felt like I did enough or I couldn't focus enough to finish actual tasks. It was like, oh, I'm going to clean the bathroom. Wait a minute. Here, this hair tie Mm -hmm. goes in my daughter's room. Oh, my God, her room's a mess. Let me go in here. And then I'm in there. And then I'm like, oh, she has three cups in here. And then I put them in the sink. And then I wash all of them. And then Mm -hmm. I never felt like I could get anything done. And I remember when I finally was appropriately medicated and I was like, oh my God, I can for sure clean, but then now I have a housekeeper. So I was like, I, had, I didn't have one for a while. And so that is one of my luxury items is to have help with cleaning the house, the deep cleaning part yeah. every three weeks. Mm-hmm. I like cleaning. I just don't, nobody else can be there. If I see you sitting there yeah, doing nothing, no. then I'm irritated. Ooh, but if I the house angry. is empty, I will clean everything I, and I will be happy. I'll put Taylor Swift on and I will clean the whole house and I'll be in the best mood. But if you're sitting there and not helping me, then I'm just really pissed off. I don't even get angry about like that. It's like I literally physically cannot clean if somebody else is there. I cannot do it. I don't know why, but my husband would be like, are you okay? Are you mad? I'm like, no, I'm cleaning. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not even like me trying to be mean, but like it it does. It enraged me. So Mm -hmm. I would start, I started when I was doing my own housekeeping and cleaning, I did it when everybody was gone, Mm -hmm. when I had a day Mm -hmm. off during the day and it went so much better. I'm like, it's not anything personal. I'm just like, 
highly annoyed if right. y'all aren't doing something. So then it's not fair to them. So I was like, I need to be more self-aware and clean when you're not mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Well, tell the good people goodbye. Yeah, I know. We, lo- we love to do that. <laughs> no, nope, tell them goodbye. No, we're going to tell you guys goodbye for today. Please make sure you follow, like, share, momster underscore radio on all the social media platforms. And I can't wait to share some of our photo shoot with you guys. We have so many good things coming up. And before you know it, we're going to be posting every week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're like, uh. <laughs> we're going to take our medicine and we're going to get some work done. But for now, that's it, my pretties. And we will see you soon. Bye.